Welcome to the Sports Performance Podcast. If you're interested in staying healthy, becoming fitter or stronger, getting rid of pain, or enhancing your athletic performance, this is the place for you. We're excited to be part of your journey to better health. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Sports Performance Podcast. Shane Adamos, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Dr. Marisa, with two E's. How are you doing? <laughs> doing great, Chris. I like that giggle. And the beautiful Dr. Stephanie, how are you doing? Hi. You have to say that because I'm your wife. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a requirement. She told me that yesterday. Uh, welcome back, guys. Today, we're talking about how to improve your pull-ups. And we said last week, no diapers. We're actually talking about the actual movement. How to improve your pull-ups. So what do we mean by improving your pull-ups? Shane, help me out here. I mean, are we talking zero to one pull-ups, like your first one? Are we talking about several? How do, what are we talking about? We can go both ways, actually. Okay. I mean, when we're, we're looking at it, and whoever's listening here, if you have no pull-ups, have the hardest time doing it, well, improving means, well, how do I get that first one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or if you're the one that's already got one two three like well how do i get more mm-hmm. right so from one standpoint we can look at just sheer quantity like mm-hmm. how do i improve how do i get more okay um but at the same time uh you know it could be one of those things like well how do i get stronger in it that's yeah. an improvement yeah uh, how do i become more efficient um in doing the movement sure and we kind of talked kipping you know before um but at the same time and this is one of my things during one of those uh, uh, CrossFit benchmark workouts. I tore my rotator cuff on pull-up number 96 out of 100. Oh! Why is the question? That <laughs> is the question I go back to a yeah. lot. Yeah, And it's one of the workouts I will avoid. Sure. And it, it has definitely made an impact on how I see pull-ups and yeah. how I program pull-ups. Absolutely. For, for folks. So, I mean... And just kind of going back to the original question, what do you mean improve? Well, it's getting more than what you currently have. Correct, sure. correct. So <laughs> let, let's start. Let's start off with like your first, right? So there's yeah. our listeners are are they go the whole gamut, right? We have people who are generally interested in um, getting more fit, so they currently have a base of a level of, of fitness, and they want to get um, a higher level of fitness, and others who might be wanting to start becoming more fit Mm -hmm. Um, and so let's start with the beginning so how do we go from zero to one and I think Dr. Steph has a has a really good take on this Um, I remember when she was trying to get her first pull up so tell us how how does one go from zero to one so first of all I'm going to preface this by saying it took me a full year of working on pull-ups to get my first unassisted pull-up wow so yes it's a very very long time I had never done a pull-up in my whole entire life um, and at the age of 30, I joined a CrossFit gym and started working on the pull-ups so that by the age of 31, I got my first one. Hey, hey wow. that a girl. That um, a girl. so for those of you listening who are, have been working at the pull-up, getting, trying to get your first pull-up for months and you're like, why am I not getting it? Don't worry. Hang in there. It does happen. Um, it sometimes might, for someone like me, it might just take a little longer than mm-hmm. others and that's perfectly fine. Um, so I started with using a variety of, um, assisted uh, devices, I guess. The bands, I feel like, is a popular one. So you tie a band over the pull-up bar, strap it to your feet, and you know you kind mm-hmm. of get that assistance there. Um, jumping pull-ups, I feel like, are a really great um, I would agree. exercise as well. Yeah, they kind mm-hmm. of work a little different. So at the very, very top, you're kind of, you're completely unassisted. So yeah. you're 
you're helping yourself hold yourself up and then the eccentric load so down. I think for the listeners, so you're so you're on a you're on the ground. You're on the ground. And then you jump up so jump to up the pull-up bar, bar. Hopefully using that momentum from your jump to get your chin up over the bar. Got it. And then from there, do you lower yourself or just stop? Uh, you lower, I mean, use that eccentric. Make yourself work the eccentric on the way back down as well. I see. So you're cheating. Sorry. You're bypassing. <laughs> <laughs> you're bypassing the going up part. Yeah, yeah. And I think for a lot of people, that's the hardest part, right? Initiating yes. that. It is horrible. And males, females, we're not even discriminating. This is hard for everybody. So yeah, you're right. So you're going to jump, bypass the, the coming up part, mm-hmm. get your chin, yep. and then work on the lower. Yes. Got it. So you said, um, so you worked on that. So you did the bands. Mm-hmm. You did the jumps. What yep. else? Uh, rings, I feel like, are really big. Like ring rows. I'm so sorry. Ooh. So if you have hanging rings. Like um, a TRX or yeah, something, suspension. Yeah, you have available to you. You can kind of invert yourself. Um, you know, if you are if you imagine your body straight up and down standing position, that's zero degrees. If you tilt yourself backwards 30 degrees, that's a little harder. Tilting yourself 45 degrees so closer to the ground is harder yet. Mm-hmm. And actually kind of getting yourself as close to horizontal to the ground as you possibly can is really, really yeah. hard yeah. to be able to kind of do, I call it, a, we call it a ring row, but um, to bring your hands to your chest while holding on to the rings. Mm-hmm. It's like doing a dumbbell row with both hands, but upside, upside down. Yes. Yeah, right, exactly. right. Yeah, so, okay, so I think that helps. So that wasn't directly, it doesn't look like a pull-up movement. But it works the same muscles. Ooh, that's perfect. Mm. I think that's good to understand. Like, you don't always have to work just the pull from the top. I think Mm -hmm. just developing the musculature to help Mm -hmm. support you, right? So that goes along with, like, really how you go from zero to one. Yeah. Okay, what else? What else helped? Um, Beat swings, practicing beat swings. So for those of you who aren't uh, familiar with the beat swing, Imagine yourself just hanging from the bar mm-hmm. and kind of using your core um, and your, your shoulders engaged, your lat, latissimus dorsi engaged. That's a fancy word. Yes. Um, and Wings. Kind of swinging back and forth in such a way that you are controlled and you're able to stop on a dime if you were asked mm-hmm. to. So don't mm-hmm. just let yourself flip flop, you know, flop like a fish mm-hmm. um, hanging from the bar. You know, you want every single movement to be controlled. Yeah. And it's kind of like working on the, the pull, the yeah. first like. Mm-hmm. That, um. first, that gets that first little pull. Uh-huh. That's and tough. For, for those that kind of need another mental image, I mean, if you take yourself and you're laying down on the ground, uh, for those who are uh, familiar with a uh, Superman hold, so you're laying down, oh, you're yeah. down, yeah. and you're kind of making that kind of bowl, and then take that figure, turn right around, go on your back, and go into a hollow position. Yeah. So you're really going hollow yep. Superman, hollow Superman, yeah. while you're hanging up on that pull-up bar. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that. what you're saying. Yeah. Absolutely. So, I mean, those are all things that helped mm-hmm. you. Yeah, I think, and I think variety is key, right? So all those, yeah. all those um, uh, modified ways to do a pull-up strengthen different parts of the pull-up so yep. that all together they help you get to that full pull-up. Yeah, and these are not specific to male or female. These are really just it, when somebody starts a pull-up progression, yes. there's going to be not a single answer for people. I think that's important for them to know as well. You know, some progressions are not going to be uh, – it's not like a strip. You need to do it this way everybody's going to respond differently oh, because yeah. you might have strength in certain numbers or positions mm-hmm. in other people. Mm-hmm. And, and it's an inherently hard movement. Oh, it is. yeah, it's yeah. Really hard. Yeah, you would think it's instinctual, but it is actually hard to, to do from it the is. beginning. And the other thing I think that's really important is, um, I think that we talked about this in another podcast, but I'm going to reiterate it here. Um, try to get, make sure you get that strict pull-up first before you try to use your legs or a yeah, tipping yeah, um, motion. Because it's really important that you develop that strength in your sure. rotated cuff muscles, your shoulder muscles, everything else to make sure that you can do it safely and then throw in the kick. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So let's go to the other uh, boulder shoulder doc over here. Uh, Dr. Marissa, how long did it take you to get your uh, first pull-up? Like when did you get it? Oh, man. Um, first strict one? Yeah. I see. I think I was one of those lucky ones that already had at least one. Cheater. Oh, I know. I already Cheater. had one. We don't like those people. Um, and then, I know. And then I just went from there. But I think the piece that was crucial for me mm-hmm. and, and for anybody even going zero to one yep. is from a consistency standpoint making sure you're hitting the pull-up more than once every two weeks absolutely yeah Huge. so there's some people that are like oh yeah i go in i work on my pull-up well, like once a week or something like that yep. and it's like well if you're trying to to do anything yep trying to get stronger um usually once a week isn't isn't going to do it for you. Yeah, I would agree um, with that. So let's give some guidelines. Yeah. Yeah, because she said something there that was like key. It's like, oh, I'm working on my pull. What are you doing? What yeah. does that mean? How often? Do I need to do it every day? What do you guys think? I is And, and I'm asking openly because I have we have a lot of listeners and clients mm-hmm. who will ask this legitimate question. I want to get better at my pull-ups. Do I have to go every day? I would say, first of all, we're talking to people who might go – some of our listeners might be going every single day to the gym, and some yeah. of our listeners might go three or four times a week, or okay. maybe once a week. Sure. Um, so I would say you're not going to like this answer, Chris. Oh. Most days that you're working out, work on your pull-up. Fair. Fair. I would say the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's very much like a squat. There's a certain degree of practice. It's not to sure. say that you're going to get on the pull-up bar and bang out as many yeah. pull-ups sure, as yeah, possible. Correct. Again, it goes back to that. How are you doing mm-hmm. when you say you're working on it? What are the little things, the specific things that you're doing when you're working on it that's going to make a difference in the long run? Right? Mm-hmm. So yes. You know, those, are, those are the kind of things that we need to think about doing. So, uh, yeah, do it every day. Um, I would also put the onus on coaches, trainers, gym owners to – Make sure that, you know, there's this idea of um, constantly varied. How about purposely varied? Oh, I like that. So varying on purpose the pull-up work that's being done, and a great place to do that is in the warm-up. Mm. Well, I was actually going to suggest warm-up. Yeah, yeah, because it doesn't have to be its own structure. I think that's that's hmm? that's key. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're doing it consistently, but it doesn't have to be a dedicated block of like, 30 minutes. No, 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 yeah. It could be because it's a skill, right? You don't have to train it for 15 well, minutes. Especially when you're day. first beginning, like it might take you two minutes to do a set of max pull-ups and you're like, and I'm done for the day. That was me working out. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. Next. Um, um, so yeah, it's no, very easy to incorporate into your warm-up. Mm-hmm. I agree. So Dr. Marissa, you said that, uh, that, that helped you out. Um, you already had one and, and you developed that more. So um, what yeah. else worked for you? I think what also worked to me was going to failure at least a couple times a week, mm-hmm. whether that was two two times yep. a week, three times a week. Yep. But you're not necessarily adequately stressing the muscle. If you get on, you know you can do three, and you only do sets of three. Yep. Um, if you can do three, and then maybe you're struggling with the fourth one, maybe you still try to get that half of that fourth one yep. and hold on to that one as long as you can. Yes. And then you can kind of create a little bit more of a stimulus by knocking out some lat pull downs as soon as you drop off that bar. So you're mm. still stressing the muscles beyond what they're currently capable of doing. Yeah. And, and your resources also kind of go with what, what you're going to implement too, right? So if you're in a um, gym setting, you might have different equipment. You've seen those kind of pull-up bars where you can insert a pin and then you can now reduce how much body like weight you unload. Yeah. Those are great. Like 
those or are do a little drop set. Correct. And yeah. so you can fatigue yourself and use those type of machines. Uh-huh. Um, or if you have a lat pull machine, not everybody has access to that. Or uh-huh. if you're in a CrossFit gym or you're in a powerlifting gym, mm-hmm. there are different resources. So you can use different things. Typically, if you're going to be a in a um, in a warehouse type of an environment, bands will probably be your best bet. Yeah. Right. I mean, those are traditional. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, traditionally set in in a gym setting, you might have the lat pull bar or pull down machine or assisted pull up um, but there's still going to be bands i think a lot of gyms are incorporating those but those are all easy ways that you can do that right but i would also even like put the focus on how the muscle moves when we're thinking about the pull up most people are thinking about i'm hanging from the bottom i just need to get my chin over the bar well what are the other different phases of muscle contraction they, they apply to your pull up as well right and you'll mm-hmm. see this uh from the person that's trying to and we'll start with one of them being a negative or eccentric portion right your chin's over the bar you slowly lower your way down that person uh, you get like two inches and then they just complete muscle failure drop right they can't even lower themselves sure uh, another one is you know uh, isometric and this i like to use isometrics when i'm training someone to do yeah. a pull up uh, and you'll see that in the blog <laughs> nice. nice so a couple of different uh places three different positions that you'll find failure one is in the very bottom position because mm-hmm. most people don't have the strength to hold their shoulders in the proper position and bottom yeah. sometimes it's just a free hanging yes. and now yeah. that joint is just all lax, sorts lax, of lax, it's vulnerable yes. yeah yeah absolutely it, it's it's very lax so what we're trying to do there in the bottom is teach that person to suck the shoulders and engage right yeah get that musculature nice and tight so it can organize the shoulder so now you're not going to what I came across on pull-up number 96 out of 100. <laughs> oh, you drop down and, oh, oh. oh. Yep. well, let's finish the next four, right? Yeah. No, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You probably knew right away, right? Oh, absolutely. And another point of failure, too, is like you find most people just starting to get their way up. Yeah. Their, their head is like touching the bar. Sure. Uh, and then they can't finish it, right? Sure. So they're stuck, their muscle failure in that isometric position. Yeah. And so one of the other things I like to do, I call crown to bar. Hold that crown to the bar, uh-huh. and you're going to hold that. Oh. So you're just doing your forehead to the bar. Yeah. Are forehead. they jumping up and holding that, or are they bringing themselves to it and then doing the hold? Pers- uh, personally, I like to get a box. In any of these isometric positions we're talking about, whether you're hanging from the bottom, your crown, and we'll talk uh, chin over the bar, uh-huh. is get assistance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 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 okay, so get like a, a step or something yeah, to bring you up to that. Okay, bring yourself up to that position. Get I your see. shoulders nice and organized. Get tense and then step off the box. And now you're relying on yourself, but you've already organized yourself before even like, yeah. relying on. Like so you're you're working on. So there's three different motions we're talking about here: the going up, the holding at the top, and then the lowering portion. Mm-hmm. And what Shane is working on here is getting rid of the going up. Practicing positions in the middle. Yeah, that's the sticky points. Oh, the okay. sticky that's a good points. one to work on if you're like, man, I can get my eyes to the bar. I just can't get those last two inches yeah. to get my chin up over it. So you're saying you're one. saying build yeah. strength in that isolated spot. Yeah, in that yeah. isolated spot. And even with the chin over the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, holding that position. Yeah, and then holding that there. there. Because you see a lot of folks, they'll kind of get to that point and just, what do they do? Cock the head back, chin up. And oh, I got the chin <laughs> yeah, over Yeah, for right sure. Yep, yep. So let's finish the movement, right? Sure. We don't want to, I, I, you know, create undue stress on your cervical spine and things like yeah. that way up and down, right? So we want to be able to build that strength through those sticky points. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. That's huge, right? Because like, And I think that's, that's really important to know because typically you're like, well, I have to go through the full motion. 
I have to be able to get up, hold it, and then come right back down. But that's not the way that muscles are always built. And sometimes you have to build a stronger foundation. Maybe you just work at the top from the beginning. Maybe you hold in the middle and you just work on the, the strength. And we call it isometric. And that's just holding still. Or then you go to lowering. Yeah. And then I feel like the going up is the hardest part. I was just about to say, it's, it's kind of about knowing what your weaknesses are yeah. and forcing yourself to work on your weaknesses. Yeah. Right? And, and so you're going to play with that. So we haven't talked about this, but what about like grip? And going oh. wider and shorter. I mean, when somebody is, let's talk about, we can talk, we've been talking about the beginners, right? So zero to one, let's, let's break this apart. So somebody who's just starting, are you going to go super wide, super narrow, or shoulder width, just outside of shoulder width? What, what's your guys' preference? Ooh, that's a good one. For me, I would probably just have them stand up under the bar, uh-huh. close their eyes, put their hands up. Whatever yeah. their hands Ooh, natural. Like just that. natural, yeah. natural grip. That's where it's going to, you know, naturally be strong for them or more beneficial for the body based yep. on kind of what the quirks and individualities are, right? Yeah, yeah I think you're naturally going to gravitate towards a, a normal grip, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, okay, so what about people who are more advanced and they now can do 5 to 10, they want to get more? Are you going to change the grip? Um, it, it depends. Okay, <laughs> sure, I always. Know, folks are like, oh, always, always. Always, it, it always depends, and you know, every person has their reasoning or you know whether to do it or yeah. not. Right? Uh, for me, I did a bunch of different variations yeah. because, uh, well, going into the Marine Corps and being in the Marine Corps, well, I didn't always have the luxury of having my palms facing away from me, uh, and just depending uh, on what I was doing, got it. Return, sure. Depending on what I was lifting myself up sure. onto, yep. I would have to have a different grip position. Right? Yeah. So you have to be ver- versatile. Yeah. 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 So that's good. Be, you know, and and I'll kind of go back to a gym conversation conversation that I typically hear of. It's like, well, if my palms are facing me, so chin up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's just my my biceps and my back isn't working. I'm like, oh, sure. Because now you're getting into like more of a bodybuilding isolation type of a conversation. Yeah, but e- even then, I mean, when we're looking at like you know your, your elbow flexing i mean yeah tell me my bicep's not working regardless of which sure sure it's, it's just like, okay, when it's more active or yeah, yeah it's based on the synergy of what's stabilizing and what's a primary mover at that particular joint but at the sure. same time at the end of the day your back is still the primary mover yeah sure. for any sort of pulling movement sure. right so sure. um what i would say for folks is you know do i want to go pull up grip well, yeah. Palms facing way, do I want to go chin up grip? Palms facing me. Mm-hmm. Uh, if your gym has the the means to go neutral grip, where your yeah. palms are facing each yep. other, or wide grip, uh, you know, go with whatever feels comfortable to you at first. I agree. Mm-hmm. You know, because you're going to have, you know, in in most cases, I don't like to say go the least uh, the path of least resistance, sure. right? But in, in this, you know, this is kind of work with what you yes. got right, right. now. Whatever feels right. comfortable. Yeah, yeah and let's build on top of that. Yeah, I'd agree. I think that the the underlying premise here is that uh what dr seth said earlier just go with the pull-ups is not just palms away from you uh just outside normal shoulder width and you just practice those that is not learning how to do a pull-up it's not improving your pull-up it's trying variations within grip so neutral grip palms towards you palms away from you um wide grip short grip uh, learning different variations of the pull-up with or without a band, with or without a machine. Mm-hmm. All of those things are going to help you understand how to create uh, a movement of the pull-up um, with more efficiency or or just improve your overall strength. So it's not, you know, Dr. Seth talked, talked about doing a ring row or just a 
basically, I mean, you could even do dumbbell rows, right? And that's yeah. very, it's a sim, very similar motion, right? Mm-hmm. But maybe you're starting with 35s because you can't do your body weight or you, yeah. or you don't have a suspension system. Absolutely. Yes. So I think that even dumbbell rows, anywhere, anything that you're doing, what we call a horizontal pull or a vertical pull. So a pull-up is a vertical pull and a horizontal pull is a uh, dumbbell row. So um, all variations of those are going to help you create a more stable structure to be able to pull, right? So I think that's the underlying premise here that there's lots of modifications, lots of things to do, um, but there's no wrong answer on how to do this. Do it consistently. Mm -hmm. Variations of hand grip, different techniques, isometrics, hold the top, lowering top, you know, all all of the above. Um, Don't do it once a week and hope that you're going to get better and just do pull-ups. That is not how you improve your pull-up. That is how you ask for uh, monotony in training. (laughs) Or injury. Or injury. (laughs) So I hope this helps you guys tremendously. This was a a great topic that clients have brought up to us. So we hope this helps and and, uh, send us a video. Uh, uh, We have our email and website on uh, the links below. Let us know how you do on these pull-ups. Hopefully this video helps you out. So on behalf of the sports performance team, thanks for tuning in, you guys. We'll see you next time. See you guys.